Welcome back, one and all, to the Couch Commentator with your hosts, Greg Geese and Jake Thomas. Yes, thank you, hey. Couch Commentators. Woo, yeah. woo, woo. We're back. We're back. Here we are. <laughs> Episode 19. And we're calling this one Trials Don't Mean Anything because we just watched a, we just watched a bunch of trials. Yeah. And um, the don't mean yeah. shit, really. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, can't take too much out of them, but it's it was really good. great that we've been able to see them for the for the first time. Yep, absolutely. Uh, on you know particular networks, so yeah, fantastic. Just talk about KO Jake. as you're like, I know. I went to say it. I went to say it, and then I was like, you're just going to give me shit, no, and you did on, it anyway. So on, rip it out. Uh, well, they're yeah. really like Fox Sports. Oh, so good. They're so good. The Fox Sports can bring it to you. It's like I watched on KO guys. Get real. Get with the times. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> so it's the same thing. So we watched uh, most of them. Uh, apart from the the three games being played on Sunday as we speak. So we're going to talk about the ones we did watch. Uh, And we've got some Broncos chat, Greg. We do. We'll we'll dissect their trial game a bit more than others. So that'll be our Broncos chat. Uh, Dolphin watch. There's plenty to talk about there. Yes. uh, There's a couple more Dolphins spotted. Um, some coming in on waves, others are coming through <laughs> the school system. <laughs> some getting picked up from school. Uh, and we've got a special um, set of six of questions brought to us by friend of the pod, Drew. Yeah, and nice. uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, you know, if you do, if you are listening and you do want to contribute, then you phone can. In. And there's a way. Phone in. <laughs> phone in on Sunday afternoon. Uh DM us with some questions and we'll we'll put them into the show. Yeah. Uh and we'll round it off with distractions. It's gonna be all survivor talk, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Preseason trials. Let's let's do it. The what trials you think? don't mean a thing. Um, I yeah, I, nice. I always I always think, Jake, you're never you're never as bad as you think in a trial, and you're never as good mm. as you think. You know, it. You always walk yeah. away. I'm actually really pleased with a, a draw. We'll go into our game a little bit later, but I'm really pleased with the draw yep. because it's neither here nor there. It doesn't go like, ah, oh, wow, mm. we're amazing. You know, you get this inflated sense of ego just because you've won a trial um, or mm. you've lost and there's this pending sense of yeah. doom because you've lost the trial. Like, Well, there have been a couple of blowouts and yeah. they were they were a bit worried for Broncos that it was going to be a blowout as well, but then it wasn't. Mm. So more on that. The first game was uh, Raiders versus Roosters. How much of that did you see? Yeah, I saw a fair bit of that. I saw um, mm. I saw that Xavier Savage carving it up. He was quite good, I thought. Um, he looks good, yeah. Yeah. Sounds I, like Ricky's going to really get him just to do some more work before he puts him in that number one. And Yeah, okay. He, he's, he's got Chance, um, Nicole Cladstad. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how you say his name. No, that's it. Chance, <laughs> Chance Nicole Cladstad. Um, he oh, was, okay, nice. he was good as well. I thought mm. the Raiders looked sharp. That their forwards look quite strong. You know the um, Corey Horsburghs of that team when they're pumping. You know those fringe sort of forwards. They've got enough stars in that Raiders team to really um, yep. be a, a good, you know, top eight side and and contend for a mm. top four spot on their best day. Mm. 
I think um, uh, getting the Titans halfback in there. What's his name? Uh, uh, Jamal Fogarty. Thank you, ja- Jamal Fogarty. Bringing him in, mm. I think, really does help Jack White and Jack White, yep. and can just sort of run around. So yeah, I I think the the Raiders might be the up and up. That was all the chat. Yeah, Roosters, you saw nothing really. You know, they threw a few um, of their the B team pretty much. There. Yeah, yeah. You, the whole the whole team was on the bench. They kept yep. on showing that more than the game. Sometimes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, so again, that that's not a game that you take too much out of, uh, aside from the fact, mm. that, yeah, Canberra, Canberra looked good. You know, they ran around those witches hats really well. They did, yeah, they certainly did. <laughs> no good disrespect point. to the team that no. ran out there. You know, I know it's um, not easy, and and it, uh, that's the probably the best part about the weekend was I thought so far all the trials have been really competitive. I haven't looked at any yeah. one trial and gone. Oh, that was shit, <laughs> you know? I've actually <laughs> um, quite enjoyed the football. If that was round one of football, I wouldn't be too upset. It was all right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think a special mention goes out to Jared Croker um, returning from injury and having a, a great game Yeah. Um, yep. as far as fitness is concerned and, and yep, nice. kicking plenty of goals. Yep. Um, that's He's a look-in for super coach folks uh and ronald it's a trap it's a trap it's a trap it's a trap maybe we'll have a super coach segment when um the season starts yeah we'll have to yeah yeah watch Um, me just melt down because i'm no no (laughs) that is so true yeah yeah my personal opinion gets in the way too much as the year goes on as well you just get quieter and quieter (laughs) with the super coach chat (laughs) till it fades away i'm not talking about it at all uh What's next? Uh, What's the next game? Can I just acknowledge as well Ronald, Vol- Ronald Volkman for the Roosters? When he came on, it was just like something interesting to watch. Whereas it was good, the actually. rest of the Roosters I'm weren't. Glad, so... I'm glad you brought him up. I I um hmm. I had him written down as well. I I watched uh, that game with interest. You know, I thought, yeah, he was he was quite the spark when he was on the field. He really worked hard. He was good. Kind of what was happening with a lot of the games. You know, the stars came out in the first half went away in the second half if they could, if they had enough players to let that happen. Cause they, you know, plenty of people pick up little niggles and injuries during this game and they're not going to keep them out there. You're going to take them off the field mm. as like a normal game. Some people would just work through, you know, an injury, but well, they, had, take they, had them off. Huge, they had huge squads. There was no dramas. With huge squads. Yeah. Huge, yeah. Well, I say that because uh, Ricky Stewart was, was really <laughs> interesting to hear what he had to say in that first game and the opening, opening round. Um, and yeah, he was talking about how two of his players got COVID, um, tested positive, one of them being Sam Williams um, and his, I forget who the other mate was, but uh, what it did was, yeah, take two key playmakers away from them. So Ricky was like, we're going to have to have single rooms for people. And so it's just like all this preparation for them um, for COVID and things like that. It's going to be a fair bit of that to go, you know, I'd say, mm. You got to have depth in your squad for months, yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. probably going to be talking about it still at the end of the year. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about this still. Yeah. You're going to you're going to need a full squad, that's for sure. Big time. Uh, well, yeah, the Roosters had two. They had one on the bench and one on the field, so they'll be sweet. <laughs> uh, West Tigers, Seagulls. What do you think? Oh, I only saw highlights of this game, but I thought that mm. um, you know, it was it was exactly how I thought it was gonna play out. Um I kind of yeah, I kind of just watched the first half and it wasn't yeah. as interesting as the Raiders Roosters. 
maybe it was because the Raiders and Roosters one was the first trial game and it was like, oh, footy, I can watch some footy. <laughs> By the time I got to the I Tigers so. and the Seagulls, I was just like, I'm just not really vibing this just, as much. I just knew what the um, Tigers and Seagulls going to dish up. You know, they were going to, Seagulls going to throw out some stars to work on a little bit to have some gameplay scenarios and the Tigers yeah. are going to just mix up a bunch of different combinations because their team mm. is so unset, you know, they've got so many decisions to make between now and the start of the season. So yeah, to me, I knew how the game was going to play out. I really didn't care who was going mm. to win or lose. I just thought, okay, these are the, teams, all just, yeah. these are the teams that are going to play. Um, I'm, I'm interested to watch the highlights, but I don't really care too much. Well, just like trials don't mean anything, the scoreline doesn't really mean anything either. So no. don't be discouraged, West Tigers fans. Uh, by all accounts, you know, you've, you've got plenty of good players to form your team. So see what happens round one. But our Sea Eagles, even they with do. some of their, you know, yeah, I, players, I agree they, with you, they handled it. They handled it all together. I agree with you, Jake. I think that, um, you know, Tigers definitely do have a, a better side this year. I'd be more excited. Mm, definitely. As a um, Tigers supporter this year. But I think they say that many years, yep. most years. <laughs> uh, always building. Always building at West Tigers. Um, yeah, Sea Eagles. Turbo was out there doing his thing. Probably actually looks the fittest out of the all the all-star fullbacks that we've seen. So he is um a superstar. You got you gotta have him, right? He is the very best. <laughs> yeah, he is the absolute best. I just mm. I, yeah, I can't have him in my super coach side until he bottoms out cash-wise. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's it's a lot crazy of cash. Money. It's a lot of cash. Yeah. Uh well. Let's let's power through then. Um, the Storm and Warriors game, I think there's a lot to talk about here. Um, obviously, you've got Storm, one of the best performing teams in the NRL, getting players poached um, left, right, and center for the Dolphins for the other t- for the rest of the teams. Um, so there's not going to be much of them left. Um, so there's a lot of building going on this year for them, and a lot of finding different plays that can maybe slot into those positions, especially in these first couple of rounds, because we've got a couple of players on suspension. We've got a couple of players injured. Most of them are all their stars. So it should be interesting to see who fields round one. Uh, And I think we got to see a little bit of some of their up and coming stars in uh, this trial game. Yeah. I thought they were very good early. You know, I thought the Warriors showed a lot of pluck. Um, They've recruited well again this year. So they're, I think uh, this year, more than the last few years, the bottom teams will start competing with some of the top teams and we might see mm. the odd, the odd um, upset, which is exciting because it's been a bit predictable the last couple of years. Yeah. But, um, I thought the game was quite good, you know? Um, yeah. I found it a bit bizarre. I guess that the storm were just putting a bit of um, fitness into Munster and, Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up playing a bit of fullback yeah monster all right i understand the point in playing those guys if they got injured i think in he wanted trial. yeah i think he really wanted to be be out there apparently like he at, at half time he was like i hope i get to play the rest of the game because i really, I really want to play today i just feel like playing okay he looked incredibly fit uh cam monster that was definitely a talking point i felt 
And to be honest, he's grown his hair out a bit too. So, <laughs> and he had number 24 on his back. So here's he the story, guys. So I'm watching the footy. I'm watching, <laughs> I see this number 24 running around. I'm like, he's, he's going well, this guy, isn't he? So I didn't <laughs> see who was, yeah, I didn't know it was him. And he had the long hair as well. And I'm like, he's got a good build. He looks really fit. He's just getting in there. He's talking to everybody. It's Cam Munster with, <laughs> with long hair and with no uh, no beer gut. Oh um, so it's amazing what happens when you stop drinking alcohol, isn't it? And you're a professional athlete. Funny that. Um, so he's looking great. Uh, he just wants to play footy and let everybody know that he is worth something. He's not, he's not just a hope, absolutely hopeless lost cause. He's going to continue getting up to off-field indiscretions. <laughs> Off-season indiscretions. He's still a million-dollar player. He showed that. Um, Brandon Smith showed it. I think oh, Harry, Smith, Harry Grant yeah. uh, prob- probably still has a fair bit of work to do before the start of the season. He didn't look like he had the same sort of zip, um, mm. but maybe he was sort of keeping it in his bag a bit. I'm not sure. He just looked a little bit quieter for me. I see what you're saying. They're going to have to have somebody else in that position because um, both of them are suspended, Brandon Smith and Harry Grant. I believe. Yeah, they'll both miss the first few rounds. So they definitely need to um, plug those holes. But what's it now? I think Bellamy's won like 17 straight round one games. Well, yeah, so it's like a huge back deal for them. Him, against mm. him in round one, at your own peril. I'm certainly not going to back <laughs> against the saying. Storm. Um, yeah. Regardless of the team they truck out, I guarantee you they'll win that round one. Hmm. They always want to start strong, that's for sure. Nothing worse than losing that first game and then losing another, and all of a sudden you've got two losses back-to-back, and that's just a really shit way to start the season. We've had um, similar done that scenarios times. to start the last yeah. few years, haven't we? Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's a bad place um, to start. Panthers, But just... the Warriors came through with the win, and they they look, they look great. Reese Walsh. Yeah, I, I thought the Warriors mm. did look good. Um, but mm. like I said, you know, there's not much you can take out of it. That, that yeah, was exactly. Trialing Tavita Harris at the back for, because mm. that's what's going to be for the first couple of weeks. Um, yep. Yeah, interesting. And, and you know, mm. Warriors well done for pr- picking it up at the end. But, yeah, I don't take too much out of it. Mm. Um, again, like... Um, just, just, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, like like this other game, the Panthers-Sharks, like I, I don't take too mm. much out of a team that beats the Sharks 34 to six that has yeah. Kurt Falls, Maverick Gaia, Nwai <laughs> Puru, Logan Cohen, finally a name I know in Robert Jennings. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The, the Sharks didn't have too many stars out there. No, sorry, either. sorry, folks. That was all their try scorers. So 30, 34 points to six. Um, they yeah, were the exactly scores, Shark, yeah. sharks didn't didn't have anywhere near their full strength squad. Trials don't mean anything. <laughs> Trials don't mean anything. Mm. Uh, my guy's son's out out there scoring tries today. Yeah, Maverick, Maverick. Yeah. It's good. This spelling is crazy. They just got rid of a bunch of letters and really <laughs> just it's like it's Maverick. It's not Maverick. Maverick. It's, it's it's just Maverick. Maverick. It's Maverick. and there's no there's no C. It's anyway. Um, who am I to say the way to spell your name? Um, <laughs> just back to that Roosters Warriors game. Uh, one more point I wanted to make. Brandon Smith was playing in the number thirteen jersey uh, oh, yeah, spot sorry. that was previously played by Dale Finucane, who's yeah. off to the Sharks now. 
Brandon Smith looks like he might be playing lock this year. Yeah, he'll play lock for the rest of the year. There's no reason why they wouldn't do that. Yeah, I thought that was quite an obvious one. Um, Harry Grant will be the number nine going forward and they will look to try and lock him up forever. Um, yep. So with Brandon Smith already exclaiming his devotion to the Roosters, um, yeah. you pop him into the number 13 jersey and you say, well, there you go, motherfucker. Work hard. <laughs> I know, right, too, because he would be obviously be going to the Roosters as their number nine. So yep. he's going to play all this year as a ball-playing number 13 yep. position at the Roosters, which is um, occupied um, by Victor Radley. Yeah. But uh, the, I think the Bruce would just be happy that he's getting, you know, um, a, a starting spot, you know, any other club just probably would have benched him, you know, and then just would have gone, mm. well, that's our power off the, off the bench. Um, and you can do that all year. See but, what you're saying. Yeah. But the storm are like, yep. no chance. No, we're, we're going to play you because you were in our best 13. So, you know, the guy's amazing. I- I think could, it's a perfect position for him. Yeah, he could put yeah. on absolutely any jumper. I think 13 is perfect for him. I think the Storm will make the finals again. They, The um, folks were chatting to me today, my parents, and um, Dad mm. was throwing some chat in the background saying, how much do you reckon the Storm will be to miss the finals? Because I reckon I'm going to bet on that. <laughs> and I just think he's getting himself. There's, there's just, better money to be spent in other places. That's exactly right. I said, <laughs> I said... My exact words were, you can just give me the money because I will use it better. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think at uh, six to one, it's all that good anyway. Uh, hmm. But that, whatever money you're offering, I'm not taking it. The Storm will 100% make the eight. They haven't lost all those players until, yeah. until next year. You know, they will um, roll out still an incredible side this year and... Craig Bellamy knows how to mm. win round one. So they'll get by with all those players and then they've only got one more game before they get them all back. And then bang, here come Melbourne Storm. Definitely, mate. Definitely. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. Storm are a force. Force. And uh, yeah, they've got a great, obviously a great coaching staff behind them to prepare them for, for anything. Uh, and that's kind of why I'm a little bit worried about the Rabbitohs. Um, Wayne Bennett has left and the rest of the coaching staff's got to pick up the pieces and figure out how to lead the team without him. And it's not like it can't be done. It's just, it's it, the big shoes to fill. I do think it's going to be a tough ask, Jake. I, I do so see what you're saying, but they have been preparing for this. This is not something that came as a, a shock. Um, they had, Very true, I guess. They yeah. had Jason Demetrio lined up there, so yeah, uh, he just strolls into that no dramas. I don't think he's definitely in that position now. You're right, and they were preparing for it. They did know. They did know. It wasn't like uh, Wayne Bennett had shock illness or anything like that. Old age, and I'm out. And I'm out, guys. I'm, I'm not playing. <laughs> what? what? We, we, we start. We start next week. Start next week, Wayne. No, oh, no, I'm, I'm setting up this new club. I'm coaching for the Dolphins. Um, can we grab those we... Cowboys? Oh, I did. I even forgot about that game. Um, That's why I spoke it, about we... Rabbitohs. I, I know. I, 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 mm. I do realize that now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was uh, completely unmemorable. Um, both teams just feel about <laughs> there. Not even 
yeah, well, no, I guess B sides is is fair, but there were so many no names in that squad um, from from both yeah. sides. Um, Certainly had me going, and other and other and fans of these teams going. Oh, does that person play for us? <laughs> <laughs> Just a lot of youth, and no, nothing wrong with that. You know, that's what what you use trials for. But I would have thought, yeah, like, great opportunity, particularly this close to the year, the to the sorry to the start of the year, we really would have started to see a lot more teams throw in their full squad, um, or, or you know, near mm-hmm. enough to full, minus your Origin players and rep players, um, because you really do want to start to see what the, what the team's going to shape up. Like, you know, that's not the Cowboys side we're going to see, not even close to it, uh, neither Rabbitohs. So to me, yeah. Trials don't mean a thing. And I don't want to mean a thing. Um, I think that you're right. Uh, sure. Like, yeah, it's a great opportunity for all these little guys to get out there and, I, I, I think a lot of the players were saying that the um, this off season's been short. Uh, I guess they're comparing that to last year when they had heaps of time off <laughs> and they had to play like 20, 20 games. So yeah, there's, there's a lot teams are really going to have to outlast this, this year. And um, yeah, I think a different, different year, very different year of, of football than what we're have had in the past. A lot of, a lot of players putting on new jerseys. That's for sure. Yeah, there there is a lot of that. You know, there's a lot of chopping and changing. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I think there's a lot lot of hope for the teams that that were down the bottom and uh, a few question marks around the tight teams through the middle and the top. So mm. I, yeah. I agree with you. I think it's going to be a, a really even sort of year. I'm pumped. Yeah, looking forward to seeing uh, all these positions getting filled by these teams. We got to see all their young talent. Great. Let's see the actual squads. The mighty Broncos, the mighty Broncos. It's time for Broncos chat. (laughs) That's better. That's good. I like that one. That's good. I like that one. Uh, Oh, fantastic. Yeah, good on you, Jake. Um, I've been excited to rip into this chat uh, because, chat. like I said, um, I, you know, trials don't mean anything. And oh, that's why mm. I was kind of happy that we got a draw. You know, that's exactly <laughs> what I want out of a trial. I don't want anyone to get injured. I don't really care about the result. All I want to see is some promise from the players that you think should get the spot in round one. And um, mm. I saw that from a few players, you know, like, I thought Brenko Lee was really solid out in the centers and um, yep. Jordan Pereira, Pereira, sorry, was just excellent. Jordan Pereira has got to be there. Yeah, 100% definitely needs a wings. starting spot. Yeah. And he is, you know, he's put um, Corey Oates on notice. So I think those, those spots really start to sew themselves up now. Like, you know, it's, it's so obvious that we're going to pick Cobo. Thank goodness yep. for that. Um, Cobo's definitely going to be on the outside of Stags. Yep. That's, that's that's Stag's done. Stag's going to be there. Um, yep. Now it looks like Jordan Pereira is saying up that other spot. So there's only one center spot remaining, and mm. that could go to a number player, number of players. But I, I like Brinko Lee. I think he's a good big body. Mm. Um, you know, if he was at the Storm, he was at the Storm for a reason. They didn't manage to find a spot yeah. for him. But anytime that they needed to call up someone, he played. And 
you know, that's on the fringe of a grand final side, basically, you know, because mm. they were in and around grand final. So um, yep. if, if he's good enough for the storm, he's good enough for me. That, that would be my choice. I like that too. Him next to Jordan Pereira. It's yep. a beefy um, that just really beefs up that side. And our le- that defense on our left side is is potentially going to be like our biggest downfall. So strengthen that side up in defense yep. and the right side's attack. Not a bad idea. It unfortunately leaves Herbie Farnsworth. Um, oh, shit. Where, well, where? Then, no, that's a pretty simple one. That actually. doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, no, Herbie, Herbie instead Herbie's of Branko Lee. Instead of Branko Lee. Um, yeah, so sorry, Branko. You're outside Brisbane Broncos side as well. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> just it outside bit, the Melbourne It is a Storm. bit crazy, yeah. yeah just outside nuts. the Brisbane Broncos. Well, yeah, well that's, that's the way it should be, but it hasn't been in the last couple of years. We might see somebody take the number one jersey next week and maybe there's enough room for everybody maybe well, I maybe, would, Herb, I would maybe herbie goes into fullback you you never know jake that that would be an interesting watch actually or even Cobo. next but, next week's trial will be huge i think like I, adam reynolds taking the field so there's, there's it's going to be one to watch i hope um billy walters gets put beside adam reynolds Okay, let's talk about the number six for Broncos. We saw I, sorry, I did I did we saw touch four on, players play. Sorry, I did yeah, want to touch and, on um the fact that you know I, I yeah. mentioned putting Cobo at the back. I wouldn't mind that, but it, I, I mm. think I mentioned it last night in just a little group chat we we had. There's no way that his fitness is there. Like there was a oh I was saying um a run Herbie, Herbie yeah, at the back. I, but I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I but yeah, yeah, Cobo's to... fitness is in question. You were, you were oh, just... I really, I really let him down in terms of a, a chase. He gave up mm. when he was only you know 20 minutes into the game. So that's not too far into it uh, for a winger. Mm-hmm. You hadn't haven't done that much. He'd scored a try by that stage, but and, and that was a big bullocking run. But that is it. You know, as a fullback, you have to do so much work. For me, he's mm. not, obviously not up to it fitness wise yet. Okay, heard it here first, folks. Cobo's still uh, munching on too many corn of Cobo's. <laughs> uh, he's just young. He's just young. He's got a young body. So yeah, I I, I just wouldn't put him there just yet. Hmm. Well. Okay, yeah. So we've got number one, definitely not Cobo. Um, we had Tessie New, unfortunately, is injured for a couple of weeks. We don't know when he'll be back, you know, round two, three, four. We're not sure. Um, so we've maybe Farnsworth will be there. Uh, Jermaine Asako played yeah. the second half at fullback position. Yep. He did manage to get a ball along the lines to get out to Brenko Lee or somebody <laughs> to score a try. Actually, that wasn't Brenko. That Jordan Pereira put in a kick for Brenko to score that last try. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, no, I think he got that onto um, someone. I don't know. I don't remember who that was. Could have been could have been um, the Stags try, but I think it was. Um, yeah. Anyway, anyway, Asako did you know did a good job in number one. I felt. And he kicked some great kicks as well at the end of the night, but obviously he won't be the kicker for the team. Um, no way. So whilst he is still a talent, um, there may not be a spot, but he could he could end up playing fullback for the first couple of rounds. You, you never know. Quite possible. So, you, the, yeah. Again, look, the best thing about the backs is there was a lot of backline depth, and I think we're going to need it, um, particularly mm. with the COVID-stricken times that we we were in at the moment. So. Yeah, it's 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 and only uh, the depth. Yeah, it's only a positive, and I think everyone will get a run. 
you'll see, you'll literally see everybody get a run this year. Yeah. And then the yeah. number six, though, I tend to agree yeah. with you. I think Billy Walters is going to be Billy. I, yeah. He I just, just looked it, like a running exactly out, out of all compared, of them compared to all of them. It just yeah. seems like he's the sharpest to me and um, he'll mm. be the best in defense as well. So that's who I would yeah. go with. It's a shame. I like, I like Albert Kelly and I like Tyson Gamble, you know, um, mm. that they, they both did incredibly well towards the back end of last year and really gave us some hope um, that they, they were willing to really put into the Jersey and they brought some pride back to the Broncos Jersey. So um not it's saying that they don't yeah, deserve to be there as well, but they I just don't have a spot for him. Um, no, Bill, Billy no. goes in there and he, he partners Adam Reynolds, and I think that's perfect. I think it's perfect as well. Um, Gamble, just hope it works out. I, I, again, yeah, let's hope it works out. Corey Pakes yeah, was th- great as a number fourteen. He he looked really really sharp at a dummy half. He will. He definitely deserves the number fourteen jersey, and he's putting. Jake Turpin on notice for the number nine. I, 100%, I believe 100%. Um, it just doesn't give any room then for someone like Gamble to be on the bench at 14. So it really does cut all your halfbacks and everything. And you just end up with an extra dummy half. So, but if that's the way they, they want to do it, most teams do it that way and just rely on two halves to play the entire game. And it's probably something the Broncos should start considering instead of having another half on the bench and let them have a go and all that bullshit. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired of the um, mind games we're playing with our halves. Just pick and stick, you know, just decide these are going to be our halves and this is we're going to roll with for a certain period of time. That's all I really want to see. I'm tired of seeing this bullshit one one leg in one camp, one leg in the other by playing the other half on the bench because that half is then just looking over their shoulder the entire match, waiting for that guy to come in off the bench and for him to be Hmm. hooked from the field. Stop doing it to him. I just, I never understood it from, particularly from Kevy Walters being a half, like Mm -hmm. he would know that confidence is key in, in half. So why have your backup half sitting there on the bench? It's like having the understudy for um, a massive stage show, standing side. Sitting in the front row or sitting in the front row, even better, (laughs) even better sitting in the front row, you know, just, all, all dressed mm. up, ready to go, just in case. You yeah, they're up. in full costume. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, interesting. Yeah. Good analogy. Uh, yeah, look, we didn't speak about Ezra Mann. There were all chats that maybe mm. he could be a bolter for the number six. But there was plenty of chat about that. it's not his time, certainly not round one. I wouldn't say he's uh, quite there yet, would you? No, no. But there has to be room for him to come in at some stage and play some games with um, some experienced halves. So, again, I think... He'll definitely get a go at some stage. Get a go. Yeah, yeah. I think Origin is the perfect time um, to get some of these players in. Just depends on who ends up getting picked from the Broncos. There might not be too many players to get picked from the Broncos. So just paint halves. Just have to wait and see. <laughs> just paint halves. Yeah. Oh, well, just and just to round off Broncos chat, um, I guess there's a lot of there's some other clubs interested in some Broncos players, um, like Mr. Corey Oates is actually getting interest from Panthers of all people. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. They can yeah. obviously see that we've got plenty of depth, so um, they think that we they can sneak themselves like a. Um, out and out first grader for cheap, you know, like. That'd mm. be the best thing you get with Corey Oates is that you get an experienced first grader. I don't necessarily think he is in, yeah, the Broncos top 17, but 
You know, you get yeah, a right. really good winger that you can call on when you need to. And he would, yeah, be looking at who's in front of him at the moment at the Broncos and go, I probably might mm. not get a spot there for at least a little bit. So it's going to be a bit. Yep. Uh, Payne Haas is all over the media in regards to his contract, uh, his manager. Uh, you've seen a bit of this. Yeah, I, I have. Expect. Uh, this has been in the papers for a while now. It has, um, it has been around for a bit. Yeah, he's he's still fighting his, his manager over a contract that was done up and he still feels as though the manager that he's entitled to it and Payne said that, no, he's chopped him. So it's just another uh, way that um, player managers are just eating away at the fabric of the game, Jake. It's... Mm-hmm. Kind of frustrating. I, I don't understand how this is even a thing. Either he had a contract with him or he didn't, and and that's enforced yep. or or it isn't. I don't um, really know the ins and outs of it, but that to me is the simple. By um, all reports, way. Payne Haas isn't happy. Like, yes, he's happy playing for the Broncos, but he's he's not happy with the money he's on, and he was never really happy with the way that it was negotiated by his manager. Yeah. Um, he is looking to be uh, he's pretty in tight with um sunny bill i think because he's same he's now got the same manager as him code nasa um yeah well sunny bill has kept an eye on the game uh, particularly around the top talent and um mm. any sort of uh, young up-and-coming superstar would know of sunny bill williams and, and his agent and um, know that mm. the scenario always worked out well for Sonny. So um, you'd want to <laughs> you'd want to keep on um, the side of 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 Sonny and his agent. You you would listen, you know. So yeah, I I I heard that um, if Payne Haas is listening to Sonny, that's great as long as Sonny's telling him to stay with Brisbane. Don't exactly. go to the Roosters, please, please. Don't go to the Roosters. No, we want to keep Payne Haas forever. Forever. Dolphin watch. Dolphin watch. Yeah. It's better and better again. I wasn't super on key, but doesn't matter. This will never be pre-recorded, kids. This this is just for our enjoyment. Welcome to Dolphin Watch. And there is plenty to talk about uh in Dolphin Watch. We obviously have the entire storm contingent going to the storm now in the Bromwich Mm. Brothers and Antonio Cafusi. Uh they signed a young Panther through the week. They I, did. Isaiah. Isaiah. That's uh, my panther noise. Uh, yeah, I say <laughs> I say a Katoa. I did. Uh, I got it right. I wrote the, that down, and that was right. That. Yeah, the Panthers greats are weeping. They cannot believe it. They are devastated. <laughs> this does speak to. I will say this does speak to a larger problem in our game that um, you can set up a nursery, you know, and and just outline outlay all this money to create a talent pool and bring it through the grade and do everything you can to nurture these players through to first grade. And someone will just swoop in just before they're about to get there and buy them from under you and get them to go 
Nah. Ready made. No, nah, that's ours now. You know, <laughs> tough, tough titties. But I understand it. It's a business. I still think there needs to be some sort of compensation. There needs to be some system put in place. Oh, I was only talking about it last week with one of my young coaches. Yeah. I like the idea of potentially even like kickbacks. Like if that player then makes first grade um, as the mm. club that signed him from a junior base that, that brought him uh, up, they have yep. to give them money. You know, if they're still with them at the time, you you need to give that club another bonus. So, you know, it was the fee I to get them there's... over and, Definitely been, yeah, chat of this kind of thing. Yeah, I, I know there has been, but they've got to mm. do something about it because, you know, yeah, Brisbane, they've not actually done anything ever, though. Exactly. Yeah. Brisbane have had it for years. It. They always used to bring up juniors and then they get stolen from underneath them. Um, mm. You know, Sam Walker, I would say, is an example of that, but he, he sort of came through our junior grades, but we just fucked that up. It was nothing to do with um, Roosters swooping in and grabbing him. Uh, yeah. they, they basically just gave him an, another option and he took it uh, because we're idiots. Um, but yeah, I, I do tapped. think it speaks to a larger problem in the game. I, I understand what the Panthers are saying, but stiff mm. shit. Come on, guys. You've won a grand final. You, you're competing <laughs> for a grand final again this year. You've got an awesome amount of talent and you've got an awesome amount of juniors. You're going to lose some of them. You can't keep them all. Speaking of Panthers, I bet you watched the uh, them rewatch the grand final. You watched I that, didn't you? Not <laughs> going to bother watching that, Jacob. I saw the highlights of it. I will never sit through that um, self-indulgent tribe. I would really like to continue on Dolphin Watch and speak about uh, Jerome Hughes. I think looks like he's heavily on the the Dolphins' radar. He comes he's off, on their radar. Mm. Um, at the end of 2024. <laughs> I think I can think I've got him. I think I picked him up as well. It's a up. dolphin for sure. He comes off at the end of 2024. There'd be nothing to get him to finish up early and get him over one year early. Um, he apparently is looking for a huge upgrade and is somewhere in the vicinity is. Of, of two, like a million bucks a year. He's now that he's on... played for the Storm, he's a he's an actual NRL player now, so well, he, he can ask for money. He's on good <laughs> money, all anyway. Like he's on seven fifty. Yeah, sure. I just think there's but something. You go to, to another club and you you can get you can get more because someone will always play plenty of money for a Storm halfback. Do you want to keep seven fifty though and just stay at an awesome club? Like then maybe get an upgrade to eight hundred or eight fifty. Like, yeah, but. I mean, what if you, what happens like what Brandon Smith happened? You can go to a club like the Roosters. I know. I'm just thinking more in Jerome Hughes' scenario here. If he goes to a club like the Dolphins, okay. you know. All yes, you're right. Would, it is, it it is, is the ex- Dolphins. It's not the Roosters. Exactly. Correct. It's an exciting yeah. prospect uh, as a uh, person to, to go over and set a club up. But uh, I don't it's know if Jerome Hughes has shown himself to be that player yet. I think you know, he. He's I don't a, think he's got the maturity. I don't yet. think so. But I, you know, again, I, yeah. it could be just to the fact that he's only 27. He's starting to come into his best years as a playmaker. They do mm. say, like, you know, late 20s into your early 30s. Andrew Johns has always said that's when your playmakers come good. So, you know, <laughs> could be shrewd by from um, Dolphins to try and pick up Jerome Hughes because. He's already got the Storm will want to keep there. him with Munster as well. Oh. Like Munster and him are the halfbacks for a long time. Like, you could know. be another seven years, you know, if they, yeah. they really yeah. get that right. 
Um, yep. And then if they keep Harry Grant, then yeah, they've got the six, seven, and nine. And then Pappenhaus isn't going anywhere. So you've got your fullback as well. So that's your spine set up for the next five years. Mm. And they're not going anywhere if they can just get some forward. Of course, they'd rather keep him in. Yeah, of course, they're going to want to keep Jerome Hughes there because they don't have to change that combination. So it will be a bidding war, perhaps. We'll have to see with that one. We will. That will be interesting. Um, and look, I guess I, I, I made mention um, to you through the week about this and I think Wayne Bennett's been incredibly clever in the way that he's starting to set up this team. He's getting a real age profile across yep. the group, you know, everything from the um, young Isaiah Katoas and mm-hmm. uh, name escapes me, the first, very, very first young fella. Very first young kid. Yeah, they signed. Anyway, yep. I'll, I'll find it. Um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk. But they've, talk for a bit. They've, they've uh, so got... yeah, he's been accused of being dad's army essentially. Yeah, so you exactly. Bring all these veterans and older players in. Yep. And then we, well, yeah, we were talking through the week about oh, he's now signing this young kid. He's already signed another young kid. So and like you mentioned, it's it's that age spread that is going to be really vital for setting up a new team. And that's Wayne Bennett just being the master coach, knowing exactly what it's going to take. Harrison to Graham. Club. Harrison Graham's his Harrison name. Graham. That was the very first player assigned by the Redcliffe Dolphins. And I'm going to put money on him, Jake, to be a hooker for Australia. Wow. Look yep. at you go. Predictions. <laughs> predictions. <laughs> Sometimes wrong. Sometimes wrong. And you know what? The best, best thing about predictions, the best, uh, is that... <laughs> I've just decided just to continue to do them because no one pays any attention to the ones you get wrong. No one pays any attention, Jay. Like it's so every, true. Every yeah. year, commentators roll out unless who they you have think, particular trolls that are interested in who they think is going you. to be the, the best at uh, who's going to finish the highest, who's going to finish the lowest, who's going to be mm. the worst by, who's going to be the best by, who's going to be on the chopping block as a coach, as a player. And, and then the next week doesn't matter. Next week doesn't matter new topic or new like, topic just even, like this podcast even like five weeks into it and they revisit some of those predictions and they're so wildly incorrect um yeah predictions just mean nothing throw them out there guys see if they turn out <laughs> just like the trials they don't mean, don't mean anything. anything uh so yeah i'm i'm with you there um <laughs> predictions yeah make them greg i love them usually get plenty of them right too, i do so actually that is very good very, very, very i generally gratifying. am not too bad um uh, before uh, that actually would have been a good segue into our next segment but i, I did want to finish up on dolphin mm. watch and speak of the um reese walsh chat i i know a guy who knows a guy um who uh, is connected dude. to the dolphins and they said that uh he seemed quite happy in in the mm. club um you know th- the entire warriors side is, <laughs> is set up in Redcliffe. you know that the entire warriors side is set up there so you can sort of see yeah. why there's why there's chat about him potentially moving to Redcliffe or wanting to go there um mm. i don't see the need right now because the warriors are all there so it's, until he actually goes over to new zealand and that's where his home base is um, there's yep. no pull for him to come home because he is home. He's living in Queensland be, right It's now. so true. It's like, I'm homesick. No, no. just up the road. Yeah. <laughs> You're living uh, so maybe he's worried about 
going back midway through the year when they're allowed to return to New Zealand. And he's like, well, I don't want to go back. Like I've never had to go there since I've been playing with the Warriors. With the idea of him having to go back over there. Move to New Zealand. Yeah. So cold feet, so to speak. (laughs) I'd say so. (laughs) He's put some flippers on instead and go play for the (laughs) Dolphins. One man contacted two podcasters and sent them six questions. This is Drew's set of six. All right. So this is Drew's set of six. Our good friend Drew has sent us in six questions, talking points about uh, the upcoming season. So let's rip in. First question, Greg, is which player will have a resurgence? return to form first person that came to mind for me was Xavier Coates I thought that he had a bit of a dip year Uh, for us he kind of um steered away from what made him really good was going hard at the ball you know Mm. whether or not it was in defense or in in attack he used to when he first came onto the scene he was doing everything really hard and tough I think he only did that for Queensland you know the the year before as well but um, for us last year, it was a bit ho-hum. So I reckon a return to form uh, to for Xavier Coates. Mm. Yeah, beauty. I'm thinking uh, Jason Tomalolo. I'm thinking a superstar player like that cannot be restricted for so like for <clears throat> for so long. Like he hit such a such a poor year. You don't think the, um, the rules change has got him? Yes, well, definitely. I think that that's maybe what did get him. But also he wasn't like getting the the minutes either. So, you know, hopefully he gets put on the field more to make an impact. Uh, also, with the introduction of this, the new penalty that can be used instead of the six and uh, six again, oh, yeah. uh, that's going, that is going to slow the game down. And, you know, the master footballer, Tommy Turbo, agreed. He was saying that that is going to restrict him as well in the game so you're going to have the faster guys a bit more restricted and the bigger guys get a bit more of a rest being able to walk down the field after getting that nice long kick from their halfback all right yeah okay i can see that um yeah yeah for sure and like you know even other players um we were gonna touch on david feeder as well yeah i was uh, gonna say i i can see like a, a david feeder benefiting from the um you know, bit of a, a break to normal footy again, where it doesn't feel like it's just never ending ball in, in the field. I don't think it adds that much having that six again from the back. You know, I, I um, really like the idea of stopping the play and kicking the ball out and getting the ball downfield and resetting the lines again. I think your really fast mobile forwards will benefit from that again. I do mm-hmm. think we'll see a mm-hmm. resurgence from Fafita. Um, but in the same respect... More, more so than JT. Yeah. But in the same respect, I still think that there's going to still be a, a nice open field. I, I, you know, I, do, I do think Tommy Turbo is still going to carve. I think there's going to be a bit more of a return <laughs> um, from... So true. He's probably Ponga. underplaying it a bit. Yeah, I think... I think Pong is Kalen, going to be back Kalen to his Ponga? best. Yeah, I think Kalen Pong is going to be back to his best. I can see him absolutely starring for Queensland this year and making mm-hmm. that 
you know, his, his stamp on origin and going, you know, follow me guys, you know, I'm going to take you through to the future. I'd love for that to happen. I think it will be a very challenging year for him. In my opinion, we've got Mitchell Pierce gone and we also have his mate, Connor Watson playing for the roosters. So he's lost some support. So he's going to have to lead the way, but if anyone can do it, Kalen can. Next question, Greg. Yeah. First coach to come under fire. <laughs> First one that loses the most games early. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I do think there's a lot True. of moving parts to this one. Um, could be anyone. I, you know, could be. Yeah. I, I, I think the Dragons have, have encouraged pressure by extending Hook Griffin's contract at the start of this this year. I don't see really the need for it. Like, you know, they, they had pressure on him last year and then there was barbecue gate and they were eked through to the final, uh, sorry, the end of the year without making finals again. And yeah. everyone was talking about how um, he might not be up to it. I personally think he is. I think he's a great coach, mm. but sure, I just don't get extending him and, and adding that extra pressure when, you could just see how this year goes. And if it flies, awesome. Then give him an extra year. But if it doesn't, you haven't put extra pressure on yourself by saying, hey, we'll give you more money at your payout. It just doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. He's won them over, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't make much sense. <laughs> Maybe. No. Um, Let but, them play. But, but haven't they seen what's going on with all this other, all these other play, all these other coaches? Have they not seen it? But anyway, yeah, for me, Mike, Mike McGuire it. is going to be under the most pressure. Yeah. Um, sure. If the Tigers lose a lot of games, Tigers coach. and by the same token, um, Todd Payton's going to be under a lot of pressure if the Cowboys lose games early because anyone that was near sure. the bottom of the ladder and loses games early again with the same coach is is bound to fall under to uh, under significant pressure. Could say the same thing for the Broncos as well if they can't yeah, turn this around. That, mate, because we don't, not, we don't. No, we're, we're not got, going to. To worry we've about bought, that. we've bought we're not going to worry about we've that that's not going problems, to happen Jay. we've fixed the problems we have fixed the problem we'll talk about more about that i guess uh look uh coach come under fire yeah yeah i'm thinking um i'm thinking you're right with with madge you know the, the whole tigers it's it's pretty unsettling there so i think probably i probably have to agree three losses and he's done for <laughs> Brad Arthur seems to always be under scrutiny as well. Yeah, it takes the team uh, to the top four every except, year. And then the next yeah, he's, year, oh, what's yeah. Brad Arthur doing? Are you kidding so, me? He'll probably mentioned. <laughs> uh, the next question moving on is Dally M for dummy half. Dally so we're saying the de- so the is the Dally M. Is that the Dally? Is that the, we probably yeah, didn't check on this I, question. I presume, no, I presume he's saying the Dally M. Um, you know, d- dummy, the hooker, dummy, the hooker of the year, the hooker of the year, um, hooker of the year, and I or or say, is a hooker going to get the the overall Dalian? Dalian. Um, I will say Harry Grant will get Dalian hooker of the year, but he won't get mm. Dalian of the year. I think Dalian of the year will still go goes to, to like a halfback or someone like. We'll go to Tom Travojevic. Tom, yeah. If take, if take he has this year, if he reckon? is healthy this year. I don't see how he's stopped. He's, he's still just a freak of nature to me. So true. Yeah, definitely the most informed. 
Yeah, but uh, Harry Grant, Harry Grant, Hooker of the Year. Harry Grant for dummy half. Uh, I like Reed Money. I think I'd love to see him just have a huge season uh, last season for the Eels. And, you know, this guy is also a Queenslander. So we want, we want these on. players to do well. Yeah. Uh, the next question is which prop scores the most tries? Not too many props could score tries. So this, this would be a tricky one to. Pain ass. Yeah. You just have to go with the best one, right? Yep. <laughs> the best, the best, best prop, prop is Payne Haas. Let's go with the best prop. Yeah, it's Payne We're not biased yeah. either because everyone agrees everyone the best prop. this and everyone wants him in their team. So we know this is the, the truth. Yep. So give him, yeah, surely he's getting, getting some ball this year. Oh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, next question is who gets the wooden spoon? Uh, oh, I never like this one either. There's always got to be somebody, I suppose. Maybe we could just say who's going to be at the bottom because the cellar dwellers kind of shit. They kind of all share that wooden spoon these days. They kind of do. They split it in thirds. Um, mm. Okay. I will say. Bulldogs were last year, right? Yep. Ooh, surely, geez. surely they're not on the bottom. I think not the Bulldogs is my Again, answer. <laughs> I, I really don't like death riding people. Um, oh, look, you, you might not like this, Drew, but I'm mm. thinking Cowboys. I just don't see a lift oh. in them. I don't see a lift in them anymore. Might not like that. He's definitely not going to like that answer. <laughs> By now, he's, he's just driven <laughs> off the road. <laughs> well, I think um, they haven't bought well enough they haven't fixed their problems and if Talmalolo isn't a world beater this year then it's going to be them down the bottom uh and the tigers i, I think yeah, the tigers, tigers i think are, tigers are real me, yeah. are real trouble this year i tend to agree i'd say more the tigers than the, the cowboys but we'll just have to wait and see uh Drew stopped listening. So this is just, <laughs> this is for everybody. Nah, hey, look. He'd listen. He's listening. He's, yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he'd just be yelling back and saying, no, no. Um, well, I think it's the Tigers. So. You got to give, you, you give your honest opinion, Jake. And that is my honest opinion. Well, the sixth and last question of the set is, who will be the worst buy of the year? Who's... Who's the worst buy Chad of the year? Townsend. Chad Townsend. <laughs> another <laughs> shot. Another shot fired. Uh, look, no, I think it's just genuinely one of the reasons why I think they're going to be down the bottom of the ladder. Like, I just don't understand it. You know, they they bought um, hmm. they bought Tom Dearden and and they bought Chad Townsend, who is just old and young of the same player. They've still yep. got Scott Drinkwater there. They had Jake Clifford, and he he was pretty much just the same as Tom Dearden, as far as I'm concerned, a young half that hadn't found his way yet. Mm. So they just mm. hadn't solved any of their issues by bringing in those players for me. Um, they've solved no uh, backline depth issues. They've got a lot of issues in their backline. They've lost a lot of players over the time that they've had to play Justin O'Neill in the backline for so many years is probably a detriment to their entire side because he's been past it for a long time. Um, mm. Yeah, I really don't see how they've fixed any of their issues. The Tigers have tried to fix some of their issues. I still think that they exist. So yeah, for 
those two reasons, that's that's who's down the bottom there. And that's why I reckon, yeah, Chad Townsend's going to be the worst buy. A lot of money. A, a lot of money. Yeah. It's a, it's a hard thing. Like, I don't really have an answer, I suppose, um, whether you or not like that's death riding people. I don't like death riding people. I, I just can't even think. I just can't think of, oh, like, oh, that was a bad decision. Why would you pick him up? Like, I can't, I don't really think, I think a lot, most of the buyers that have happened this season are kind of better fitting most parties. Um, you know, someone gets a new start, um, they, their, their form can return. So I think I'd like to finish this off by saying what the best buyer of the year is, and that's Adam Reynolds for the Broncos, yeah, I like because it. I think they've made, and, the, you know, obviously we're, Broncos fans, it's easier for me to kind of talk about this question from this perspective. But I think, yeah, they figured out what was wrong with the side and they've fixed it with him. Yeah. So the worst by the year will be whoever has been bought to fix a problem and they don't end up fixing it. And I think for you, you think that's Chad Townsend. For me, I, I don't know who that is right now. Maybe I developed more of a, it up. a you fence it up. Well, I just know I don't I don't know if I tend to agree it's going to be Chad Townsend. I just I just don't know who else to, to, to pick, to be honest. So I'm just gonna say that maybe my opinion will change throughout the year. Let's just let's get distracted. Splinters, splinters, Jake. Distractions, distractions, but a boop boop survivor. <laughs> hey, you thought I was going to say something else? Yeah, I did. Commitments. Has that been your only commitment, survivor? <laughs> no, it's a distraction. Oh, I get what you're saying, though. Commitments. Yeah, work. <laughs> I can <just> say that. <laughs> uh, boom, boom, no, work. it's not. I just thought that was a good. I could go survivor. <laughs> anyway, no, Australian survivor. It's back on blood versus water, baby. I know. Don't uh, ruin it for me. I'm only up to like episode five. Please don't ruin it for me, Jake. I'm only up to episode five. Well, I think it's important for us not to ruin it for anybody. Right. Yeah. Um, but do you want to, is it, but we could say spoilers for episode five and talk about it a little. Okay. I okay. don't, like, yeah, I don't know whether that that's up to who that's up to? I, I haven't watched <laughs> to it. Us. Few, I haven't watched it in a few days. So, but you I, remember? I, you probably remember I, who went home. Point right? in time was, um, spoilers. Spoilers. I do. Um, yes, do I do. I do remember. I do remember. So, spoilers, everyone. Don't listen if you are going to watch Survivor. The backspasm guy. The backspasm. He he got himself. Oh uh, yeah, Alex. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just saw that. No, one. No, he he put himself up to go. He did put himself up to go. That was, yeah. oh, man. And then they, and then they're like, they're no, we're not going. We're not going to vote for you, no. And then Jonathan's like, well, actually, you can't be kept here against your will. So if you're ready to go, then you just go. You don't have to get voted out. You don't need to like, get voted out, man. You can just. Oh, go. okay. I'll go then. Okay. Then like, oh. Okay. Cool. Okay, okay cool. I'm actually going. And there were going to be two idols played, so it would have been a to- it would have been crazy tribal council. Yeah, man. And everyone That's... wanted it, and yeah. it never happened. No. And now those idols. Um, oh no! Hang on, sorry. <laughs> you are trying to ruin it. You're trying <laughs> to ruin it. I'm Jacob, not trying to ruin I knew it. it. Okay, guys, 
We're going to cut this Have here. you seen past that episode? We're cut Have you seen past that episode? Survivor is great. Australian Survivor is on. Watch it on catch up if you haven't seen it. Go. No, no, no. I don't think I, I don't think you have Australian to cut it together. TV content. And the best part is. Can we is, talk about. <laughs> the best part is. The blood and water. The blood and water scenario. Let's just acknowledge that. Okay. The blood and water scenario is excellent. Mm. And I, I do mm. think that's a great part of it. And mm. um, everyone had fun this out in the first episode anyway. But Sandra. Sandra coming into it. Yeah. I, yeah. I think we'll just talk qu- about that first episode. The yeah. queen of Survivor coming into it, I think, is such a great little thing they've brought into this series it yeah add, adds to the storied oh, yeah. history that it, that it is survivor and and dragging it all together i freaking love survivor it's so man <laughs> it's so good who would have thought that sandra would be overplaying in this one isn't it incredible? i know jake and you were the first person that got me into survivor as well like i i remember when you came to school once and you're like talking about survivor i was thinking fucking hell what a nerd no i'm yeah. not gonna watch fucking survivor no man and i'm not gonna watch some people on an island like blah, blah, blah. anyway i don't reckon it was still years later and you brought up the fact you're watching survivor <laughs> again and i was like oh, all right yeah. i'll give it a try holy moly change my life what's not exciting what's not exciting about watching all these people go at it and the best part Mm. is you know they can't hide who they are for that entire time eventually you're really going to see deep down who these people are (laughs) and it's interesting to watch people break or um persevere uh the the way that they get through challenges and the way they get through challenging life situations Mm. i just i freaking love it man it's the best did you did you mention that they get to, they're playing with their loved ones as well? I thought that's what you were talking about in the blood versus water. I thought everyone. I was, yeah, but d- well, I'm sure you hope everyone knows about it. But yeah, you've, they came in teams of two and they get to play with the loved ones. I suppose so. that really wasn't sort of described, but yeah, teams of two. They they yeah. both play, but they both play against their loved one. Yeah, so they split them up and so they're in different tribes. So you've got one whole, you've got, you know, one half of the family in one big tribe and the other in the other. Um, NRL, Queensland, great. Michael Crocker, Mick Crocker. is in Survivor. Croc, he just goes West by West. Croc. I swear to God. Yeah, I swear to God. I swear to God. Slow, I just got stressed. Michael Croc is playing Survivor yeah. and he it, just goes by Croc. It's like jo- he's like somebody Jonathan, else. What about <laughs> yeah. Jonathan Arsova, uh, gentleman in the uh, striped shirt or, yeah. or, or plaid shirt? I was like, yeah. you, what's you, your name? Do you mean Mick Crocker? Do you mean Mick fucking um, Crocker, Jonathan? You know, Jonathan, I'm quite certain you know every one of their names yeah. because that's your job. That's so your job. Bullsh- I call bullshit. I, call bullshit. I think bullshit. he wanted him to introduce himself and then he's like, um, just call me croc kind of thing just, just going under the croc. radar <laughs> a bit i couldn't help notice he was like wearing a pair of jeans sort of like michael crocker you came on survival wearing a pair of jeans you bloody idiot <laughs> football shorts <laughs> mick football shorts yeah, exactly i don't know it must just be really comfy in jeans one of those guys it's like oh no i'd rather just wear jeans for, for 50 days i couldn't think of anything fucking worse mate. <laughs> <laughs> give me some track- give me some trackies Okay, well, I guess we can't talk about Survivor anymore can't until we're caught up. 
up and we'll spoil everything <laughs> for you guys. The rest I of it I swear to God, the Mighty Ducks guy. <laughs> uh, okay. Other distractions away from <laughs> I've, I've had a, a little opportunity. Done. I've had a little opportunity to watch a bit of Survivor. Um, I don't often mm. get the TV to myself. Cool. I, I have to, there's a fight for the TV in our house and I cannot, yeah. I cannot wait for us to have a spare bedroom. Renault's getting done in March. Come on. Um, but we Renault's. I've been watching. I've been watching Shearer with Mackenzie and oh, Alana. Cute. It's like yeah, a family cute. family show we watch. Yeah, it's a, a Netflix series made for Netflix series Shearer, mm. and it's mm. won some awards. It's freaking good. It's it's, it's been yeah. really actually quite entertaining. Um, I'll watch that in the morning. I think the people that's our that morning cartoon on the, the Vulture the Voltron um Netflix show. I think oh, they right, made yeah, Shearer. Cool. Maybe this could be completely wrong, but I feel they're connected. Well, it's it's really funny. There's so many parts of it. Good that, people working that on. you can tell is just good humor that's mm. um going to wash down to adults as well. It's cool concept. Great that we get to watch it with thumbs her. up. I love it. Go Shearer. Yeah, that's sweet. On the edge of greatness, bringing mm-hmm. darkness to light. It's really nice. good. We're cool. right beside you, ready to fight. Ooh. We're gonna win in the end. <laughs> it's really good, I, and it really pumps you up, I and you're it. into it, and <laughs> dancing around Usually the room, I'm, and I'm I'm doing this. Greg's bang, bang, Greg bang, singing. Bang. He's taking my thing. <laughs> I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh you you oh and and football football trials me me distractions that's all that's all we watch yeah football football football. we got to watch football so there was less distractions this is what's gonna happen folks this is what there will be less distractions yeah uh my other distractions is video games yep bunch of cool games just came out horizon forbidden west that's fantastic loving playing that that will pretty much take up most of my time and i maybe i get to squeeze in some other games like pokemon and dying light in between those times when i'm not playing that game so yeah (laughs) like there and you know it sounds like i'm just playing games constantly but i'm not it's it's more no i don't but i don't it's more like i get a time to play i have to choose one of those yeah I games you can't yep. play three games at once you know yeah. so cannot but horizon is the the one i'm most interested in it's just got an incredible story and one of the best looking open world games you'll ever play wicked hmm. oh I, I do lie we have i have had time for one other distraction it's succession you recommended it yeah. on on distractions jake's recos yeah. on distractions and guys it's bloody good i really have enjoyed it it's one that alana and i both watch it's brutal like they're good he is great he is such Mm. a prick you know and he is yeah the father of the family f and those kids up logan molly oh yeah oh it's it's a great Mm. well they're already they're already messed up aren't they absolutely yeah it's it's a great um social commentary on the high end of town it's a really interesting look into the the big mad world that is big money mm. you know like billionaire money it's, 
yeah. and what it can did breed. You, did you like create. how? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Greg, did you like how it just like really dropped you in the action? Like there was so much going on in the show. Um, yeah. Like straight away. From the very start, it parachutes you in and the story is just going. And I really just got taken away. I honestly now look back on parts of the starting of it and, and I would be sitting there the next day thinking, I wonder mm. what that guy's going to do next. <laughs> and I really totally. Know. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really want to know. So that's, yeah, for me, that's a yeah. good series when you're sitting at, at um, your desk at work and can't wait to get home to say, wonder what he's going to do next. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What's he going to do about them? Is yeah. he going to fire them? Is that person like going to get, bug it off like it's just like who's gonna buy what it's just yeah. constant it sounds like what are you guys talking about but if you've seen it you know it's and all, it's I, all action get into it i love it it is all action yeah and uh it's that whole yeah the, there's so much going on through the entire series you know that these characters have had such a complex history as well yeah. so there's all this history that's just as complex as the show that you're watching just really makes the characters really, really rich and interesting yeah, I love it. Well done. Well done, people who made distractions. I'm sure you don't need any accolades. You've already got them. People that made distractions. <laughs> oh, I'm like literally reading distractions. <laughs> succession, succession. I'm literally reading our set it's list like, of distractions is our last thing. We created distractions. <laughs> we don't need our accolades, apparently. We do. Please like us. <laughs> do you have any other distractions? <laughs> I think that's it because... As I said, you know, more football means less distractions. True. So True. I got my survivor. I got my video games. This is all I need at the moment. And my football. It's and all back. This back. is it. It's a perfect balance of this. When survivor's finished, oh, there's going to be some other distractions. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you bottom out and some different <laughs> distractions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is the end of the show, Greg. This is the end, my only friend, the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've stolen your singing again. Uh, it is again. the end, Jake. <laughs> Thank you for coming home. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that football's back. <laughs> I'm super excited to uh get round one started and we can talk about some games that actually matter trials don't mean a thing mm. let's just trials don't mean anything that was it let's just get through to round one unscathed i want, I want a fully fit team for the majority of the year because that mm. is what is going to drive us to greatness yeah no absolutely i can't wait uh yeah next week folks i'd say we're going to talk about some of those next week's trials coming up why not Um, So join us then for more on the Catch Commentator. Bye now.